So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about ways to improve your user research. And just so everyone knows, user research really focuses on understanding user behaviors, needs, and motivations through observation techniques, task analysis, and also other feedback methodologies. There's a lot of different ways to do user research. So we just talk about a few ways to kind of kick off the conversation, and hopefully this will help you become more effective when you are doing your own user research. Let's dive in to learn a little bit more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heyo, welcome to Design Huddle. This is a podcast for anyone that wants to get inspired and learn how to build cool stuff with cooler people. We interview designers, creators, influencers, and sometimes just chat about interesting design topics. We'll hit on things like product design, UX best practices, and how you can up-level your personal brand. This podcast is hosted by myself, your boy, Ryan Warrender, a UX designer and taco enthusiast based in New York City, and Brendan Gross, a digital strategist for Fortune 500 companies. We started this podcast to learn from each other, the community, and most important, you, the listeners. So thank you for tuning in, and let's dive in to today's episode of Design Huddle. Let's go! We have an awesome topic we're talking about today. We are going to go over questions you guys should be asking as designers to understand what challenges you guys are trying to overcome. So we're going to go in and talk about questions that me and Ryan specifically like to ask in order to understand business challenges or really to understand the project that we were on better. So Ryan, I know you have a few questions that you like to ask. So we're going to go ahead and start with you because I know you're like the UX researcher and you have like all these <laughs> questions. So hit it off. <laughs> I'm yeah, I mean, start. there's really no, the, I think the, the first important point is to ask questions. So I think a lot of people just skip it and dive right into solutions. So I think, you know, the first thing you should do when you're meeting with a new customer or client is like establish as much empathy as possible. You want to put yourself in the user's shoes and really represent the needs of the user. So the first thing I always start with is very, very high level is like, what are the goals of the business? What are you trying to accomplish in the next six months? What are you trying to accomplish in the next year? From there, I make it even a little bit more specific and I would get into like, you know, what's the goal of the product? So whether it's like a mobile site, uh, you know, uh, like a mobile app, a website, it could be, you know, a piece of like hardware, whatever it is, you have to figure out what are the goals of this. Um, From there, I think it gets into, you know, um, what product, you know, or what, what does the product actually solve? So I think that's really important too, is like what value is it adding to the user? Because sometimes it gets yeah. overlooked of as like, you know, what, what, how is this actually being useful and relevant for a user? The other question that's important is who is the right user? A lot of times you want to think about like who your demographic is. Um, you know, uh, one way to do this is also creating like uh, personas or user personas. Seems yeah. like a kind of simple exercise. A lot of UX designers skip them. I think it's incredibly valuable. They don't take a ton of time. It takes like 10, 15 minutes. 
you get you know the age, the uh, the you know the demographic, some traits, you know what energizes them or what motivates them, and you so you can bet you make you make sure that every single time you make a change or you're thinking about making a tweak to a um, you know the design that you're kind of going back to who is the actual user you know you're creating. So you know it's like John Smith in New York. You know, they're going after 18 to 35 year old males because it's a men's clothing company. Um, traits is that they don't have a lot of time to buy in stores. So the goal is to get, you know, make the easiest possible mobile checkout. Right. So like, I think the more context there is really, really important. So I think that that was my fourth. I'll let you go and then I'll, I'll come back with my, my fifth because I think my fifth is my favorite. I think you really hit on, I might even have a turn. God damn, you took all the good ones. Um, <laughs> no, I think the, those are like the most important ones. I think the ones that, or the main one that I feel like a lot of designers miss most of the time is really understanding the business side of things. I know a lot of designers, really good, like uh, aesthetically pleasing, like, yo, I'm not going to be able to do your shit in like 10 years, nor do I want to. Um, because I'm, I'm going to have cramps in my fingers like this. But... <laughs> Yeah. But um, it's understanding what exactly they're building for and how not only is that thing going to be user-centric. I feel like user-centric is overused now because everything should – that should just be a default. Everything yep. should be user-centric. But what is that next step? And it's understanding that – or being bilingual, um, as I call it, as a designer and understanding business sense. Like what is it that you are actually helping the user out to do? What You're helping them to get what they want. But what they came for – that action that they take, how is that helping the business? And that's that side of things that um, I think a lot of designers are still yet to kind of develop that duolinguality um, or, or really talking business, so to speak, so that number one, the business kind of sees design, the designer as more than just somebody who throws um, hex codes on a, <laughs> on a page <laughs> <laughs> and, under, and sees them as almost somebody who's like a strategist, so to speak. Um, and I think, you know, I feel like this is like a huge um, like theme this week, especially after talking with um, Jonathan Courtney on um, Instagram the other day. I really, I watched like a hundred of his videos like the two days prior just to uh, come up with some questions for him. And I really honed in on, um, I'm kind of diverging and derailing the conversation, but I think this is really important as like a foundation piece to what questions we should be asking as designers. Designers should focus on not only the beauty and aesthetics of you know what their job is, but also understanding uh, strategy, marketing, and uh, growth. That's how you get to that next level as a designer. By understanding those things, you'll be able to ask better questions so that you can strategize how you're gonna create your design to better the business. I made like the understanding of why we're asking these questions. So Ryan, you laid out like beautiful questions and I'm kind of trying to lay out for you guys like why are we, why do we need to ask good questions in the first place? Why can't yeah. it just be like hex code zero two two whatever? That's probably going to be hex code. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to lay that out for you guys because I feel like a lot of the podcasts um, today, there's a lot of technical things, but we don't kind of get into that thought piece where we can kind of reverse engineer as to why we need to ask those certain questions and therefore learn better as to why we're taking or needing to ask questions or make certain actions to get to that next level in our career. So that's yeah. what I have to say. <laughs> I, did, I mean, listen, the, the overall strategy is super important. I couldn't agree more that, you know, designers sometimes get pigeonholed into just being designers, but the really good designers can put themselves like, you know, they can understand their technical stakeholders, the engineers they work with. They can understand the business stakeholders. They can understand the sales team. So the better you know a company, the more successful you're going to be, which takes me to like the fifth one. And probably the most important is what does success look like? 
I think that is something that is critical as a UX designer because you can be designing the greatest product in the world, you could do all the user research, but at the end of the day, if you're not meeting the needs of what the company is trying to achieve, then you're kind of missing it. So success metrics, what does success look like? Sometimes it could be data, like, you know, we want 10,000 new users to sign up, we want our site to load 50% faster, yeah. um, we want, you know, 30% more checkouts um, in our conversion funnel, so there's a lot of different ways to measure success, but under the number one most important thing is to make sure that you know you understand what success looks like for your client or company, and that you have a clear roadmap of how to actually get there. Definitely. So to kind of sum that up, guys, it's really important that one, you have to understand business goals, user goals, the wants and needs. Who actually, who's wanting and needing? Who's the audience? <laughs> <laughs> And that last one, Ryan, it kind of, my laugh kind of like blurred out my brain. What does success look like yep. for the company? So I think those are really great, like four really great questions to um, kind of ask any um, client or at least to just opening questions to start to de dig deeper into what you really need to know to start your project. So with that, I have nothing more to say, but Ryan, I know your brain is bigger than um, my brain. My shit's like a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is like my brain. I, I can't. Um, but before we close, you have anything else for these beautiful design pimp and pimpies? No, I mean it's just you know ask questions. You know don't be don't be scared. It's better to ask questions up front than down the road. Um, use that first meeting, the first thirty minutes, to show that you have a really good understanding of who their users are. But uh, yeah, this was a good one. I think these. I think this is a really good topic, and we could definitely. I think we could do a V two of this later with some additional questions that uh, other people ask. I'd love to hear what the rest of the community thinks of on this topic as well. Beautiful. All right, guys. Well, you know where to find us: Instagram, Brandon Gross, and Instagram. Uh, just my name everywhere: Ryan Warner. Twitter, Instagram. That's where. That's where you'll. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brennan Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode.